December 18th, Trinity and Humanity. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you love me. John 17, verses 20 through 23. The Son of God did not become a pristine, invulnerable humanoid. He incarnated into actual human flesh, subject to sickness, injury, death, and decay. The eternal dance of self-giving love between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit has now woven humanity into the choreography. We have been welcomed into the triune love, that they also may be in us. If that strikes you as inconceivable, you are beginning to understand what makes the Incarnation so wonderful. In Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, we are privileged to know God in His very being. We don't just know what He's like, we share in His life. To be sure, this is an act of humility on God's part. But remember, the Incarnation neither contradicts nor obscures who God is, as if God were known more fully and clearly prior to or apart from the appearing of Emmanuel. God the Son come in the flesh is not an instance of divine retreat, the regressive revelation of God. On the contrary, in this stunning act of divine invasion, of progressive revelation, God accommodates himself to us in the humanity of Jesus Christ to reveal himself all the more radiantly. The words of Clark and Johnson. Pray to the Father, through the Son, and by the Spirit. Just as the triune God has offered himself fully to you, offer yourself fully to him knowing that your humanity is no hindrance.